You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. So I really enjoyed the first movie of A Quiet Place. I thought it was uh, scary. I thought it was interesting. What a great way to make a movie on the cheap, quote-unquote, so when they said they were going to make a sequel, I was really excited about it. And now I'm kind of not because nothing happens in this movie. We're talking about A Quiet Place Part 2. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I'm probably asking the same questions that you are during this entire movie as well, too. Because the same questions that I had probably in the first one seem to kind of ripple in the same effect of in this movie. You know, where... In hindsight, of course, is 2020 for everything, and that's the benefit I have of, of this movie. You know, a lot of questions right. can be asked of just like, oh, well, why? If you can talk and make noise near a waterfall or near water, why wouldn't you just move there near water? You know, like, why, right. why wouldn't that be type of thing? Or, you know, and the questions go on and on. But either way, it was a monster movie, alien movie that you want to call it, I guess, sci fi. But it was a good monster movie that stuck to kind of the old school way, right, of how to make a monster movie. And I appreciated that. It had the tension building scenes. It had the jump scares. It had the premise of and the rules of the movie, what you can and cannot do. So, yeah, it was it was a good time. I didn't quite expect uh, a sequel or know how they would do it so i don't know what were you expecting going into this well from what i was told sorry from what i've read uh i was going to call him jim from the office but um he said that he's forever jim from the office like right but but jim from the office I, i actually read an interview about it a while back and said that i already wrote a sequel because they wanted to do a sequel right off the bat and I had to jump in, blah, blah, blah. I was expecting uh, a, a sequel prequel. I was expecting it, the whole movie to pretty much be a prequel uh, because sure. you cannot make the movie without the family, right? Uh, but So he said he was going to do that, and we got that for 10 minutes, and I would say that's the most entertaining part of the whole movie, maybe. Uh, the movie opens up here with, with, with life before the invasion, right? Moments I mean, before, after, like... Yeah, yeah. Life in in the small town there at a, at a good old fashioned baseball game, you know. Good old baseball game, you know. We got a small town America, and we get. What, is it Cillian or is it Killian Murphy? I don't know. Cillian but, Murphy. Si- all right, Cillian Murphy is, is sitting in the stands, you know, with Jim from the office, and they're kind of buddies, kind of not, as I took it. You know, like they just know know of each other. I I thought from their lingo that they were in service together. Okay, fine. They're in service together. They they know of each other. So as soon as I saw Cillian Murphy, I'm like, oh, he's going to be the star taking over for Jim from the office because he's dead. And boom, right off the bat, because I wanted to get into it right off the bat, I really thoroughly enjoyed this alien invasion scene of small town America. This is what would happen. And he was interviewed, Jim from The Office. This was a creepy quote that he said. This was from Entertainment Weekly when the movie came out. And they said, how did you come up with writing this invasion of small-town America? And he says, 
It's a horrible thing that I'm going to admit to, he said. But I thought of what would happen if I release wolves at a daycare. It oh, would just be crazy. The reason why he said that is because you got people just doing their normal everyday routine. And out of nowhere, this thing comes out of nowhere and just destroys everything within a matter of minutes. So he was trying to put himself into that mindset of what would happen if I were like release a wolf in a daycare, which I thought was creepy. But I get what he was saying because it would just be complete and utter anarchy. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly what we got. And that's what I enjoyed. This opening is great, Eric. There was um, – you know, like in these moments, the movie gives grace. Obviously, it's a horror movie, and so there's people reacting and sprinting and running and everything else like that. But no, in real moments, like there's a delay, there's a registry. You're you're seeing what's happened, and you're realizing like what? Wait, 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 what? Kind of coming to terms of what's with what's in front of you, and then you're reacting. In which that could be too long of a time, you know, a few seconds right. of these things running at you is it was way too long. So it was it was pretty cool. I I really enjoyed the effect like the visual effect of they're at a baseball game everything's just kind of doing their yeah, everyone's doing their thing everyone's just whatever the hell and then suddenly everyone's looking up at the sky and then almost just like you know what i mean just just out of everyone just non-verbally agreed all right game done everyone we're just gonna pick up and we're just gonna walk to the car we're just gonna go home this this is looking pretty yeah game's done and I appreciated right. that, and then you could tell like everyone's just really in in a fluster, talking, getting in the cars. Police officer, all right, you know, hey, you know, keep the peace, go back home. And then that attack happens, and yeah, the, and happening that happening in an instant was just something. It was great. One thing that I didn't think was believable was in that town when the panic first happens. When they dive into whatever storefront, shop, restaurant that they go into, and everyone kind of stays a little quiet, I, I feel like there would be talking. I feel like people, you know, like we're maybe it's just the the American in me, but I feel like there'd be always person like, "What's going on? Did you guys see what was going on out there?" I don't no, know why I gave I... them a Jewish accent, but you know, it's just you know that I, I... I actually disagree with you on that. I think that's exactly what you would do. Because there's this wild beast. You don't know if it's an alien right now, right? I mean, like, put yourself in this situation. You don't you know? know if it's an alien. You see something like that, that could be – Well, a, a, again, You don't like, know if it's an alien. It is a wild beast. You don't know what it is. Yeah. So what do you do if you're in the middle of the woods and there's a bear walking around your camp? What do you do? You be quiet. So I 100% believe what they were doing. And the only reason why that the alien even found him was because the woman's cell phone went off. I, I found that completely believable because that's exactly what you would do in the woods. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and they're not in the woods, they're, you know. But I was like, I was putting myself in the situation. Yes, I would be quiet. Oh God, there's, you know, oh my God, there's a wolf, you know, or sit or down, a shut snake. up, yeah, right. Let it go past you, play dead, if you will. Wonderful opening. Just thoroughly enjoyed this a lot. Uh, even 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 the fun little action scene of the mom and the kids in their little you know uh, I don't know what kind of car it was but it would kind of remind me of National Impulse Vacation or whatever but and all of a sudden this Greyhound bus comes at him clearly an alien was inside of it and it jumps out and she's going in reverse it's just everything in this 
It points. It was scary. Edge of your seat, great. Yeah, it was a one shot, and they did a pretty good job with it. It was it was a fun fun part for the movie, but right after that, you get title card, Quiet Place Two, and it goes right into the movie, and it picks up right where two left off, or where one okay. leaves off. Right? I mean, right? Like they like this is right, one so movie. It's almost like one and two, or, or is one continuous movie. Now I remember I did not go back and watch the first one to prepare for this review, so I'm kind of re- relying on you here. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I remember, and I could be wrong, but the last shot of the movie of part one was on the security cameras. You got hundreds of these aliens coming towards them, and Two. then the movie cuts. Oh, you, I you there had was a lot more. no. There was there was two on the cameras, and we know that because in the basement in his hideout, Jim from office, he has on the board that there are three confirmed in the area. And having just killed one, there were two more that were incoming. The movie ends with Emily Blunt cocking the shotgun. Okay, so Duke then, Nukem style, come get some. So she kills them off screen in between part one and two. Uh, is that what happens? Because or does it open? No, she doesn't. I mean, she I kill get... one in the opening of this. Not that I remember from what I saw two days ago. I remember, I remember that it goes right from the invasion scene to she's in a watery basement getting oxygen, and everybody upstairs is being quiet. And then, and then the older sister is downstairs, and there's this dead alien, and she's grabbing um, the radio thing. Yeah. Uh, well, then, yeah, then they must be dead. Okay, so that's what I'm assuming that they may be killed. She may be killed them so, on screen. But yeah, they've confirmed that they've made. They found the frequency. If we want to kind of give it that, <laughs> give it that excuse, give it that glow, that their weapon was that they found the frequency or the right, whatever the hell that. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm apparently okay with that. Well, because the other thing that's curious is that these things must also emit some sort of frequency themselves. Because when they were coming into the to the atmosphere, Cillian Murphy's radio lost signal, and it seems that whenever they come in earshot of uh, the daughter, is when the frequency happens too and, and responds, much like the feedback when she puts into the microphone into the speaker. So they must have. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that if there's going to be a third one that's happening, they will get an answer to it. But that was noticed. Okay. Yeah. They I have like, to be. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But then Definitely. the rest of the movie, from this point on, and again, we always go all over the board on this here, but from this point on until the island, nothing happens. This movie is. I was praising the beginning with the uh, with the invasion, but after the invasion, until the island, I am bored out of my mind. This was worse than watching Hamilton for me. Truly, well, I that's mean, this saying a was, lot. By the way, we can. There is confirmed part three. Of course, there is. This was boring, completely boring, and. I want to talk about the boringness and I want to go around and jumble it, but pretty much Emily Blunt and the kids decide that they're going to leave their happy little nest 
of walking on sand, and they're going to try to go towards that. Uh, what what in the distance she had that in the first movie she could see other fires, right? Yeah, on top of the silo, so they there's a right. fire pit that that they have. It's kind of out of the way, and when they burn their fire pit at night, they can see other fires. Potentially there were more at one point and now there's just one. Right. So they go to that one and there's booby traps and, uh, you know, it, it, it's it pretty much, they just arrive to a old refinery, a warehouse and it's silly Murphy's hangout. That's it. And like, and, and, uh, uh the boy gets, destroyed by a bear trap he's screaming bloody murder very annoying scream here comes the alien i mean like after all that stuff happens eric nothing happens it's just talk 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 bullcrap 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 yeah no no you're not wrong at all it's just kind of they're they're holding up in this new little shelter that they have i i i guess that's cool i don't know i feel like there would be a feeling of kind of invincibility like almost like a golden ticket that you just be like, hey, uh, we kind of have a, a weakness, a, a spot for him. And the dude like saw it happen in front of them too, through his through his scope. So you would think that he'd be he would be kind of more supportive and be like, you know, more on board with the cause. Uh, Emmett is his name. That he'd be well, like, oh shit, he's like, oh, we've been here for a, over a year. I lost my kid. I lost my wife to this shit. Uh, you have a weakness. You found a weakness to it. Let's let's go. Like you know, I would. I, 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 and he I would, knows them. Yeah, and he knows them too. And obviously, there's there's a tragedy. You know that that uh, you know Jim from the office, Lee is his name. That he died. And it's just like I, I almost would feel like it would be cool if they just kind of made this kill hub out of the refinery. You know, like they yes, just kind 100%. of. Yeah. Kind of made it to where something would, would just make a noise all the time. Power, probably, you know? Like, they just turn on right. one of the furnaces or something like that, make a lot, a whole lot of noise. And, you know, maybe a, maybe a way to funnel these things in. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know, like a kill factory type of thing. Absolutely. R- rather than this, this, this weird uh, kind of island trip. Well, I actually prefer the island trip, and we'll get there when we get there. I just, it's just, it's just sad because I, I want to talk about the island trip, but there's nothing in between. Like I said before, I mean, like, they get to this factory, boy falls in a bear trap, he's screaming bloody murder, the frequency from, uh, from the girl who's deaf, uh, puts it into the, to the microphone for the, for, for the frequency, freaks them out, they get a chance to shoot him. Emmett knows who she is, the mom, he can see her through the scope. So why he didn't want to help them is beyond me. But I love his little hideout, though, when they go into the warehouse and he jumps into this big, huge cylinder. It's like, where's he driving into? It gets onto like old, like World War II kind of like sandbags or whatever. And he then he has this. What it was that? Was that like a, that like a crematorium? Bunker. Yeah, it's like a crematorium thingy in there. Yeah, right? I, I don't know, just a boiler room, you know, just yeah, an underbelly of of the the factory, you know. Oh, and, and by the way, <laughs> a plot uh, hole. Damn Emily Blunt, Plotto. Damn Emily Blunt and damn Jim from the office, because she was not pregnant when the invasion happened. You do not get your significant other pregnant 
during this kind of situation because you're going to be walking around this baby. There's no re- like I was I was annoyed in the first movie that it happened. And I'm even more annoyed here. I hate oh, the baby well, in this maybe movie. It was an accident, man, and they just you know got to feeling each other one night. They figured out Why? how to have quiet sex. Why would you even think about having sex at that point? I mean, you're trying to survive. You, I mean, it's going to happen. Is it? I would never think of that. I'm like, hey, we got to be quiet. These things are around. You know, I, I don't know. I just think. Hey, well, I listen, I, I don't, I, you know, they were there. They've lived like that for arguably more than a year, right? Not arguably. Like, they, they shut the day count. So more than a year, like a year and a half almost. Right. Uh, you know, the. The, the mood might hit them. Okay, fine. I just it's could it's be a cold stupid. night. The reason, the reason why I say it's stupid is because they write that in there to make us feel something, forced feel. Oh my gosh, something gonna happen to the baby? We know nothing is gonna happen to the baby, a la Walking Dead. Like nothing's gonna happen to the baby. So it's like it's just why have it there? It's just annoying. But literally nothing happens. Yeah, it was does, listening to the show. Nothing happens. It does seem to add in a lot of kind of extra challenges to the to the story. It doesn't really mm-hmm. add anything to the characters. It just adds a lot a lot of moments where you're just like, oh no, don't get the baby, or knowing that the baby is like it's a good excuse to make noise and to, to get the aliens, the noise attracted aliens to attract it to an area and bring them. So it's a good bell, you know, plot bell mm. to ring. Then that's now yeah. to further along the, the plot that you're that you're doing. But you're right, not, nothing and it's kinda silly that they get to the this place they were turning on the radio or trying to do some sound therapy to the kid because his his leg just got chomped on. And they come across a, a radio station that plays a song on repeat. They figure out that it's a code. The deaf girl who can't listen to the music was somehow able to translate. Find that it um, it is a code for a broadcasting tower on an island. Huh. On an island. Huh. Who would have known, right? So now, again, Jordan's bored. This is a very, very boring film, which unfortunately is... Well, let's just... The- the get to the get to the weasel moment here, right? Which is yeah. So then we get our uh, two towers moment. We get our sequel moment where the group splits up, and the teenage girl who's deaf decides she's gonna go on her own and she's gonna find this tower, and she stumbles upon a graveyard of trains, and of course. You know, uh, the aliens are going to find her, and of course, Emmett saves the day. So now this movie turns into the teenage girl and Emmett story, and then also what's going on with Emily Blunt, the baby, and the guy who got his, uh, well, the kid who got his ankle in the bear trap. That's exactly where we're going. The reason why I'm bringing this up is I'm frustrated because this is exactly stereotypical sequel moments, and... I'm getting frustrated because you're not adding anything new to it. Oh yeah, like, it's it's a standard. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like she she needs to go back and get the oxygen for the kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's like uh, again, like I feel like you had the weapon. You guys could could have gone into town and basically just just cleaned up. You know, it's just go 
really just going in there and just really just done whatever the hell. I mean, you you have the solution, and uh, you you put it in such danger. But you know, this is this is the movie. This is right. the movie. Right. It was it was frustrating that this happened. And we're going to split it up, and of course, you know, uh, teenage girl uh, and uh, Emmett. Uh, they don't stumble, but they but they find a dock with boats, and they're going to get on it. And then all of a sudden, of course, there are rapers there because that's the first thing you think about when you see a teenage girl in the apocalypse is, let's get some good old-fashioned rape in. That was stupid. Is that what stupid, that was? Stupid, they're, they're, they're like road warriors. They're like reavers. They're scavengers. They're what were they going to do with her? Under uh, an, I don't know, uh, feed her, give her a good dinner. Um, Stop. you know, maybe maybe they'll teach her a new card game. You got to be quiet there. I, so, you know, <laughs> I love how you're trying, and I know what you're doing, and I like it. You can't tell me this, I'm wrong. There was nothing in there to to prove otherwise. They, they were just took very her jacket off. They took her jacket off, and he looked at her with those rapey eyes. You knew what was gonna happen, and that again is another trope. Uh, you what? Knew it. What? I mean, I he's gonna it. do some laundry. It was a dirty jacket. She's been. She's been a long way. You know. Here, take a shower laundry. real quick. Come out here. Can't get take some, a shower either. I got some falafel here, or I got that just cooked fresh here, freshly made. It's healthy. Uh, you know, it's okay. It's, it's, you know, I mean, I. It's a long shot. I realize that, but. Um, but the aliens come. More likely they that it happens than the other. The other one too. But uh, right. no, this one was a kind of a weird thing, just because um, they did a callback between uh, the sign language that Emmett had learned that one time in uh, the baseball game. You learned how to right. how to do dive, dive, and, yes. Yeah, and so they they got him on a sound trap, and where he can't move, otherwise it'll make a bunch of noise. He gives her the signal. She dives into the water. He makes the noise. That thing uh, was just on deck, yeah, literally and figuratively, uh, ready to <laughs> ready to go and just cleaned house, cleaned up everybody. He pulls a baller move, which, by the way, like it's it's just a noose, right? Like, and it's like one right. hanging on him. You can just you could just loosen those up, right? I mean, you have the weight right there. You can just lift those up and move. Move the slack up, right? Like, can't you? Right. Okay. You know, it. 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 it, it, it I mean, like he was going to be the prisoner, whatever. I mean, but the, but the aliens come, just completely destroy these people, and then we find out something that we didn't know in the first movie: these things can't swim. Yep. Like I said, the weasel moment from Suicide Squad. God, I love weasel. So they can't swim. So they get on a boat. They're they're fine. And they stumble upon an island. Now, I like the idea of the island, but I call bullshit. Bullshit. So I call bullshit because these people are living the high life in this island. Now, first of all, how big is this thing? We're going to find out later. This thing is huge. They're, I mean, like, why would you ever think about living the way you're living, like old school style in these little houses? In the middle of an island when you're not protecting yourself. There's no guns. There's no walls. There's no patrol. This island is absolutely huge. I mean, there's roads on this damn place. 
yeah, it, there was, uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a pretty very big. stupid. Like a well, I mean, very you know, stupid. It's big, it's big enough. There's like there's like a camp on there. It's like a scout camp on there. It right, but they had houses. And this yeah, little, I mean, they were living the high life. So it's yeah. like, I mean, I, I, of course, of course, I'm that guy where it's like, hey, we found this little place. These things can't swim. Let's start taking down trees and building walls, defenses. Let's figure out what we can do for weapons. Let's have patrols, you know. But no, they didn't do. Well, that. I guess it didn't and, wasn't really needed because they they can't swim. Or unless one comes to the island a la Jason Takes Manhattan style and stows away in a freaking boat. Yeah, that was convenient, wasn't it? That was stupid. He just so happens to walk around, silly Murphy, Emmett, and he sees the boat. And he's like, oh, it's on the island. Oh, my God. Again, how big is this island? Yeah. Is this even an island? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it an island? Is it a peninsula? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, it, this it makes... Yeah, I agree with you. That makes no sense. And the way he was able to outrun them to the camp and be like, so, get inside. So does this mean that people in New York and Queens and Brooklyn, I mean, like, are they safe? If you just blow up the bridges to go to the islands, are you safe on, on Manhattan? Yeah, it, it seems pretty simple how to deal with what these aliens. I, 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 it seems, yeah, it seems like they would be untouched, right? Like they were just like, oh, we're living life here. Right, that's what I'm asking because you want to have the idea Madagascar, that, that these aliens. There we go. Uh, you want to have Virgin Islands. Uh, you want to have the idea that these that these aliens can't swim. Okay, I will go with you on that because they probably don't have water on their planet. Blah blah blah. I get it. I like that idea that the aliens can't swim. Really neat idea, right? However, though, okay. However, though. Yeah. To have this island be so big and have roads on this island makes no sense to me, and that's what frustrates me the most. And all what, of a sudden, the aliens, just come on, there, there are islands with roads on them, Jordan. Come on. But for this movie, this didn't happen, though. I mean, I mean, this needed to be a small little island in the middle of Lake Erie somewhere. You know what I mean? Like Put in Bay. I mean, like something like that. But in Bay, it was this... big enough with, with, with roads on it. I, I was thinking, like, okay, because closer to Detroit, thinking like a Belle Isle. You know, like that. Okay. It's a, it's a big right. enough island right there. It's obviously surrounded by water, but, you know, but still very large enough to, to you know, have some, have some, I guess, some safety, have some culture on it. Right. Well, then we get we get. Oh God, who's this actor? I've seen him in so much stuff. Uh, Emmett meets God. What's this actor's name? Dijman Hunsu. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. He's famous for the Amistad. Yeah, but not. I mean, he was doing superhero stuff. No, I'm sorry. He was. Uh, he was. He was the bad guy in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy One with Star Lord. Yeah. Jordan, I, I know I you would know him probably best from the beauty shop. I don't even know what that is. Because of how much you like that movie. What's the beauty shop? It's Quinn, I, don't, I don't care. It's Quintifa's version of the barber <laughs> shop. Have you not? Okay. I don't know. Don't care. Um, 
Because anyway, he has a son, aliens attacking, just murdering people. I think they have a gun, too. Don't they have a gun on this island? And they get in a car, and they travel to the radio station with their frequency. And, of course, you know, as soon as we meet this this president, this caretaker of the island, or if you will, he gets, he gets murdered. It's just straight murdered. And now we're getting into action. And then why this is going on the island, things are going on with, with, with Emily Blunt, where she's trying to kill the alien who's trying to kill the baby and her son. And shenanigans ensue with the with the fact that she's what she she has the oxygen tank and she blows it up, but the thing doesn't die in the fire. So then she somehow the fire rises, right? The fire rises and it and it takes and it gets the sprinkler system on, right? And then she uses that as uh, what like like a camouflage? sound camouflage, yeah, right. Just all that nonsense. And the movie, I probably skip it a few things. She she does eventually destroy it, and the movie ends with what? The deaf girl stabbing uh, the main one of the aliens with a rod, and then that's it. Like, yeah, that, she that's it. That's what she happened. impales it. Well, no, the the radio station that was playing the song is now uh, emitting that the frequency, the the the, the weapon frequency. So everyone can just basically walk around with the, with the radio now and just tune into that station, and, and then that's it. You know what I mean? Everyone can just, just play that station, and you can just walk around now. Right. Sure. Yeah, I mean, so, like, so they mass-produced they mass the, the weapon. I am extremely disappointed in, in what I got. Um, I think there's good ideas here. Before getting a popcorn rating, but I, I just I just don't think that they were flushed out well enough. I just I was not satisfied. Well, then what's your rating? Small bag, small bag for me. Um, again, it just it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I was not satisfied. Uh, good ideas, this not flushed out well. They had a great idea uh, with the invasion. I loved how they filmed it. It looked great. Uh, the idea of an island and like, hey, humans can survive. Just gotta get an island. Hell, I think that main dude on the island even said that the National Guard had like twelve boats taking people to the island, but only two boats made it. So it's like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so that's how we're gonna get away with it. But again, but then it's completely screwed when you get an alien stow away on a boat to just so happen to drift to that island. It could have drifted anywhere else, but it so happened to drift to that island. Yeah, like it's just nonsense, complete nonsense. Yeah, um, I I am actually disappointed in myself that I'm giving this a small because it's 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 something's there, and I guess I haven't seen what it's there yet. Maybe I need to check it out again to see what I'm missing. But for me, small bag, nonsense. This movie was nonsense. So, Eric, what is your popcorn rating for A Quiet Place Part 2? <laughs> I'd probably do the same as you, actually, but not because of, of nonsense. More just, just because, though this movie was enjoyable, especially for that baseball part, I, and I really liked that scene. I, like, I really did. Like Visually, it just looked great. The way everyone acted, I think, was great. But this movie is just not m- memorable. You know, I, I'm not no. going to say that it's like completely forgettable. But it's just it's a sequel that just kind of did more of the same in more of just kind of a lame way. It was just more like kind of the first movie 
where it the plot asked for forgiveness as it just moved moved along from one scare to the next and mm-hmm. this movie builds tension well like uh, we get it John you can do these tension building moments and now you can do like multiple of them at a time now you know that's what you did here is that you added you know another tension building moment at the at the end at the suspense when we all knew that all of them were going to be resolved at the same time but whatever the hell you took your time with it too that uh, girl certainly you know gave a dramatic pause before she connected the earpiece to the microphone mhm but yeah nothing was surprising uh, we got more story that was fine. We got more characters that was fine. I don't know. It it's it just felt like like a simple movie, you know. It, it yeah. felt like kind of like the same thing that we've seen before. You know what? Actually, um, I would compare it to because I was looking up because it started the same way. Um, the Timothy Oliphant vehicle called the Crazies. Do you remember that one? I do, because it was a remake from the movie called The Crazies in the 70s, so we yes. wanted to see what it was about. Yeah, it started the exact same way, where it was just like small town living, you know, oh yeah, first day first day of spring is, is always first game of baseball type of thing, you know? And it's it's right. just, um, yeah, and then, and then like the crazy happens in like the day of, and everyone panics. So it's just kind of reminds me my uh, actually almost of that you know but yeah absolutely because yeah. that reason it's not remind, it's yeah. not memorable it actually brought me back to an old show that only had one season called jericho i think it was one or two seasons i know what you're talking about i have not seen the show yeah yeah it's just it's just following skeet Ulrich in your small town america and then out of nowhere a nuclear right. bomb is dropped yeah. yeah so i mean this has happened before we have seen this trope but this is done well. I, this is done well, so I mean, I will not knock it when it comes to that kind of a thing. Uh, but overall, it is a small bag, definitely from both of us. It's it's lackluster. It's boring. Not a lot happens in the middle of it, which that's where you got to keep your audience's attention. And this movie does not get my attention. I looked at my phone majority of the time in the middle of the movie than I should have. Uh, but when the action hits, the action hits good. So, I mean, if you're a fan, a big fan of the original, of the first movie, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is something that you want to see to continue because these are your favorite characters you may fall in love with. But uh, for this review, no, small back. And there's a third one coming out. So maybe you'll get more answers or maybe you'll get more questions. Probably more questions. We'll see. They do not need to make more of it. Make it a trilogy and move on with your life, John, from The Office. Jim, whatever. So, but thank you everybody so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out always on all social media platforms. You can also check us out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, we are on. And like always, we'll be back every Thursday for a new episode. Have a good night.